Hi, and welcome to the New Moms Club podcast, where we talk all things motherhood, don't take ourselves too seriously, and obviously, have a real good time. It's the New Moms Club, but for all moms, where we love to talk about being moms. Well, hello, New Moms Club. We are back with another amazing episode. I am super excited about this one. I have two of my favorite people ever in the room with me. My first one is my mother-in-law. Her name is Mary. Hello. (laughs) She's the cutest, sweetest, like, woman in the world. (laughs) And then the other person I have, (laughs) the other, we're nothing alike. She's like so, (laughs) it's so true. (laughs) She's like so put together and cute and I'm just a mess. So we get along great. I just say things and then she laughs. It's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next person I have is my friend Audra. Hello. I've known Audra since my freshman year of college. She's known me like through like every big season of my life, basically. Sweet. It's been super cool. Mm -hmm. But I met her um, through the university I went to Mm -hmm. and... She was a scholarship donor, and so we had this big luncheon, and we I skipped two classes that day <laughs> to keep talking to her. <laughs> I hope that wasn't a precursor to our friendship. <laughs> no, it's fine. I was a straight-A student, so. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, these two are here today to just chat through about a lot of amazing things, but mostly mm. to talk about hearing God. Um, What does that look like for you as a mom? What does it look like raising your kids to hear God? All of that. And I just want to start off by saying I know that this can maybe seem like a daunting thing. Or I think sometimes the enemy can be like, you're a Christian, you're supposed to hear God. So if you can't hear him, something's wrong with you. And so I just want to like out of the gate say, if you're feeling that way, just tell that voice in your head to shut up <laughs> because we're going to talk through some really cool things and this is for you. It's for everyone. So would you guys agree with that? Yes. yes. Good. Definitely. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you guys are here. Um, and I think for people listening, it would be really cool to just talk through how did you, how are you raised to hear God? You both mm-hmm. were raised in the church. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I know that's not everybody's story, mm-hmm. but I kind of like when we've always been raised in the church Mm -hmm. and then we're stepping into a topic like this because like for me, I've been raised in the church my whole life, but I didn't really learn to hear God till like my twenties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like really hear God, you know, operate in the prophetic and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so I like that because I feel like sometimes people are like, I should know this, Mm -hmm. but then they don't and then they feel bad. And so Mm -hmm. you guys are both raised in the church. Um, so I just want to ask the question, how did your parents raise you to hear God? What was your journey Mm -hmm. with that? And we'll just start there, and then we'll dive into prophetic, mm-hmm. if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. we'll just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, Mary, great. do you want to start? Sure. I uh, I grew up, I was a good Southern Baptist girl. <laughs> and, of course, they're really big into the Word, into the Bible. So I kind of always knew that God spoke through His Word. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, and then, you know, I just knew he would lead me and he would guide me and I would pray. And mm-hmm. But, you know, what we're talking about today kind of goes to a different level. Yeah. And so um, it wasn't, I was like you, it wasn't until I was later in life, I started realizing, wow, God, 
you know, God's voice is so different. I mean, when we think of hearing God's voice, we think like we talk, yeah, hearing a voice. But he is so multifaceted. He can talk any way he wants to. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when we think we don't hear God, it's just that we're not understanding how he's speaking mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. And once I understood how he spoke to me, I began to grow in that. Mm-hmm. I began to understand, oh, that's God talking to me. Mm. You know, because I'm a very visual person. Mm. And so a lot of times God will sh- just show me a picture in my head. Yeah. And then I, I've learned to stop and say, is that you, God? Yeah. And then sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes it is. And he'll, he'll expound on the picture that he showed me. Mm-hmm. And... um so I think just learning the different ways, you know, that God can speak to you, you know, like dreams, yeah. um, his Bible, of course, through mm-hmm. dreams, mm-hmm. through other people, that's God speaking to you as well. Yeah. And even nature, I mean, when he created the world, he spoke it. Mm-hmm. So all of creation is his word. Yeah, You know, if you just look and, you know, you get inspired or moved mm-hmm. by what you see in creation, that's God speaking to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. You good. know, and it's just like we have to sometimes when we try to make it too hard. Yeah. And it's just learning how he speaks mm-hmm. to you yeah. and how you're made and um, just start practicing. I practiced a lot, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, good. yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. What about you, Audrey? Um, I grew up like Mary, probably, and a very good Southern Baptist girl. And um, I remember my mom, and I know we'll talk about this later, but my mom, whenever I was scared, had fear, or lonely, she just would always say, sing, sing. Mm -hmm. And so I would sing my song, whatever it was, um, a song about Jesus, of course. And I would just sing it. And if I were running to my bedroom because I was scared of the dark and what was going to come out of the hallway, I was passing by, I would just sing super loud and, you know, this praise song to Jesus and run and hop in my bed. And then I was okay. And so... Through that, I really believe, you know, we didn't talk a lot in our church about hearing God. It was mm-hmm. hearing through the scriptures. Yes, definitely that. I'm so thankful for that foundation of truth. Um, but with that, um, I would have dreams. I would have dreams that would come true. Mm-hmm. I would tell my mom and my mom would say, yeah, mom and I would talk about that. We kind of kept that between ourselves and, but we never really went into, oh, that was from the Lord. I, we we just didn't have the verbiage, I don't think, or the knowledge. Mm. And so I believe just through definitely worship Mm -hmm. in the different places he would take me through that within just my own time with him. I heard him so much, his comfort, his peace, his wisdom through that specifically. But then also whenever I would have dreams um, or see pictures, I knew those were from the Lord. And I never really spoke with anybody about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was okay Mm -hmm. because um, that was between, you know, Jesus and me. So anyway, so that's kind of how I navigated 
I mean, the first probably 35 years, 36 years of my life. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So even whenever you hadn't really been taught about mm-hmm. prophetic yeah. hearing or, you know, all of that, mm-hmm. you were already operating in some gifts yes. without knowing it. Absolutely. Which is really cool. And I just yeah. want to touch on, cause you said, you know, I would get a picture uh-huh. and that may be language that someone may not be familiar with. Yes. So would you explain what that is? Absolutely. Just, you know, being in a situation, asking, you know, Jesus, I'm lonely. I don't have, you know, I remember being, um, moving to a new school and elementary school and not having any friends and not being picked for teams at recess or during PE. And I remember just crying and coming home and mom said, walk that track, walk it with Jesus. And mm-hmm. so that is what I did probably two hours a day. I walked to the track alone. <laughs> Sounds horrible, <laughs> but it was actually a great thing because yeah. it got me alone with Jesus. And I literally, I sang, I sang the entire two hours mm-hmm. and I would just picture myself and Jesus wherever and it just brought me such comfort or when I asked him you know a question yeah about something you know he would give me a picture in my mind's eye yeah about um I believe sometimes it was to warn Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it was just like no keep going you know it was a very peaceful image yes so yeah yes i love that Mm -hmm. yeah my story is i mean pretty much the same i was raised southern baptist Mm -hmm. and well i like brazilian baptist i don't know what that is (laughs) (laughs) but it's pretty much the same as southern baptist (laughs) and um yeah we i mean i was taught you know you listen for the voice of god Mm -hmm. but you know but it's not an audible voice and blah, 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 blah. And so to me, it really was just more like what, when I felt peace, Mm -hmm. I knew like, and it was more like hearing God about a decision, Mm -hmm. not necessarily about anything else, you know, just like hearing God feel peace. Okay. I'm good. And that was kind of the end, you know? Um, but really it wasn't until I started attending the church that I started attending Mm -hmm that I learned that there's more to this Christian life um, than what I had been raised in, um, which was huge. And, you know, we've talked about that on the podcast already, just the big change that happens when we realize that the kingdom of God is active here today, not just, you know, in heaven Mm -hmm. when we get there. And so for me, I mean, it was just huge to know that God is speaking to me like you said, Mary, in so many different ways and mm-hmm. the things that are happening in my head, the pictures that I'm getting yeah. are not just my imagination, no. you know, but it is the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm just really excited to dive into what that is and how that looks like because, um, you know, I think that there are some people that maybe this is new to them. Yes. And, you know, I, I think a lot of times when we throw the word like prophetic around, yeah. people are like, Oh, that's heresy. Or, right. you know, it's the, almost a scary term. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, but, but it's, it's not, and it's no. so for everybody, you yeah. know, and we know that there, there's like different levels of like prophetic mm-hmm. application. If you want to say that, mm-hmm. you know, we have like the office of prophet, yeah. which is someone that operates as a prophet mm-hmm. and that's like their thing. Yeah. And then we have people that are just generally more prophetic mm-hmm. in nature. And then we have like 
prophecy, which mm-hmm. is like we all hear the voice of God yeah. and we can all prophesy over one another, you mm-hmm. know, um, within the respectful guidelines that God provides for us. So yes. um, I want, so hopefully, you know, we make clear throughout this episode yes. that it's like there are different levels and you don't have to feel the pressure to be mm-hmm. a prophet. No, That's right. like, if God has not spoken that to you, yeah, you do not have to feel the pressure to do that. No, <laughs> um, because that is a whole different calling and life mm-hmm. and ministry and all of that. But hearing God and yeah. operating in the prophetic is for everyone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what we are really here to talk about today. Yes. Okay, so Mary, how did you first learn about the prophetic? How did that happen? And who taught you? Walk us through that journey. Well, I th- Rodney and I were pastoring a church in, um, I think we were in, I don't know if we were in Washington or California. It may have started in Washington. And um, we went, started going to some like vineyard conferences. There was one in Anaheim with John Wimper. Hmm. And we just started seeing the prophetic exercised in a way we had never seen that and we were like wow god can really talk to people like that and then of course in um reading church in california mm-hmm. we would go there a lot for conferences and if we'd go to the pastor leaders advance you know and they would have you go at in, bethel at bethel yeah mm-hmm. they would have you go you'd have a time where you go sit in, in front of a group of like three people and they would just pray over mm-hmm. you and just say what God was saying mm-hmm. to them about you. And it was mm-hmm. always so encouraging. And it was like, wow, you know. And so, you know, we just started practicing ourselves. We just started reading, mm-hmm. you know, learning. And then um, then when we lived in um, California and pastoring a church, we had prophetic teams And then once a month, we would have a prophetic night and people could sign up Mm -hmm. and come and just get a a word from God. You know, what Mm -hmm. is God's... And people we didn't even know because Mm -hmm. a lot of people weren't in our church. They would just come and they were just so blessed, you know, to hear what God was saying about them and and confirmation of things they were even thinking or praying. And, you know, it was just sort of a journey and I'm still on that journey you know Mm -hmm. there's always more to learn in that area but I think that's basically pretty much where it started yeah um yeah yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. what about you Audra how were you introduced to the prophetic um it was actually the very um first Sunday we were ever at our current church and um long story short the Lord had called me out of worship and being a creative I told the Lord, I need something else. This was in the last town we were at probably about 10 years ago. And, um, and he allowed me to venture into art Mm -hmm. and I have no artistic bone in my body. And one day that is not true. He just said, (laughs) (laughs) well, that's all him. (laughs) That's the beautiful part. He just said, go, go get, I had a painting from like Hobby Lobby in my closet, you know, that I had taken down. He said, go get that painting. And I was painting furniture at the time. And he said, go get your furniture paints and paint. Hmm. And I said, what, what is this me? And he said, he said, go do that. 
so the picture I had in my head before long, I had my fingers in all of my furniture paints and it was created on the canvas. And mm. so I didn't tell anybody about that because that was a little weird. <laughs> and, um, and I just started painting. Well, when we moved to Abilene, the very first time we were in our church, that very first Sunday in Abilene, um, a lady who's now a friend of mine was in front of me. She is an artist. I did not know that. She turned around and she said, she said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so. And I said, hi, I'm Audra Butler. And she said, are you an artist? Ugh. And I said, well, not really. It's kind of weird because, I mean, I do paint, but it's not really me. Like, I don't have <laughs> talent. And she said, oh, so you're a prophetic artist. And I looked at her, and I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm not a prophetic <laughs> artist. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. And it sounded a little scary. And um, definitely did not understand it. And she said, well, you know, it's whenever the Lord gives you a picture, and you put your hands in the paint, and you paint the picture that's in your head. And I said, how did you know that? <laughs> she said, because you're a prophetic artist. And I came home and I told Brad and he just looked at me like I had four heads. And, <laughs> and I said, I don't know what this means, but I guess I am. <laughs> so through that, it was really my first time like someone had ever even spoken yeah. something like that into my life. Yeah. Because every gift I had ever had Yes, it's from the Lord, but it's also a skill yeah. that I had trained myself in yeah. and learned about and, and, and began to craft it and hone it. This had nothing to do with me. Yeah. And so it was the first time when someone actually put language and thought and mm -hmm. meaning into everything I had been experiencing for the three years before that. Wow. And so that's really the first. I just, Brad and I knew that our church home was mm -hmm. where we were going, that was where we were going to be. Wow. And through that, it, the Lord has just placed people, yeah. you know, left and right at the right time. So, oh, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool that this is something you – you literally haven't practiced. No. You didn't go to school for no. art. You didn't do anything like no. that. It's 100% Jesus. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And if I try to operate without him, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to draw a bird. Yeah. And nobody in my family knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and they're like, oh, you're working with Jesus today. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, looks, it looks really good <laughs> when it's just me. Everyone knows mom needs to get in the spirit. It's <laughs> so funny. So, yeah. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> okay. So mm -hmm. after you both were introduced to the prophetic and you started practicing and operating in this, um, it, did you have kids already, Mary? Mm-hmm. Okay. So all yeah. three? Mm no. Not John. I can't remember. It's okay. too long ago. <laughs> well, I'm old. <laughs> well, what I wanted to ask is how did it shape how you were raising your kids to raise yeah. the Lord or to hear the Lord? Mm -hmm. um, so whichever one of you wants to go first with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so how did learning the, about the prophetic and then integrating it into your life, how did you do that with raising your kids as well? Um, 
a, a lot of, you know, parenting doesn't come with a handbook. Right. <laughs> and so there's a lot of situations that come up and you're like, God, we got to hear you mm-hmm. on this. We've got to mm-hmm. know how to maneuver this. Mm-hmm. We got to hear your voice on this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just prayed and, and, and then we began to teach our kids mm-hmm. um, how to hear God. And one time in particular, we, we tried to have a little Bible study with them every morning. And so we were learning how to hear God. Mm-hmm. And so my husband, Rodney, had them just be very still, very quiet, close their eyes and listen to what they heard. Of course, it was like the birds outside mm-hmm. and the cars driving by and the wind blowing. And Rodney said, now that's good. Now let's just be still and see what God might speak to our spirits. You know, he might put a little picture in your head or a thought or a word or an idea. And so let's just pray a minute and let's try. And so one of my sons, I have three sons. The first one said, yeah, God says, good, good. The second one says, good boy, good boy. That's what God said. And then the third one said, yes, it is. And they all started <laughs> laughing. And my, my husband, you know, inside, he's kind of like, mm, that's not God. But he's, <laughs> you know, trying to make them not, the little one feel bad. Yeah, John, my husband. <laughs> yes, not feel bad. And so he says, well, yeah, 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 well, good, good. And he's thinking, good try, good try. At least yeah. we're trying, we're practicing. Yeah. And the whole time my husband's thinking this, the words that John said were, yes, it is kept coming back to my husband's head because my husband would say, that wasn't God. And it was like, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> and then, you know, he kept thinking, mm, that's not God. That wasn't God. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> and finally he got the connection. And and that's, you know, so many times that's the way we are. Yeah, We hear something or we get an impression or we feel something yeah. and we say, that's not God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But God is saying, uh, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. We've just got to learn to pay attention to, you know, those things. Yeah. A lot of times God is speaking. We're just not hearing mm-hmm. it. We're not paying attention. We haven't learned to, you know, yes, it is. It is God. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So we just started them young. Yeah. Um, learning that they can yeah. hear from God, the different ways they can hear from God. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's kind of the way mm-hmm. we did it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it a lot. Mm-hmm. What about you, Audra? Um, I think with our kiddos, because I had had, you know, had been hearing him my whole life. I just didn't have the words to put right. with it. Um, you know, just always it was through song. You can hear the Lord. What is Jesus speaking to you? Just very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's kind of where we were on the same level, even mm-hmm. though I had had more experiences with it. I couldn't explain it to him. So we just all kind of walked in that same stage together. Um, And so, um, of course, coming to our church, coming to Abilene, you know, they, they had a great foundation. Benjamin was saved in the town he, he was born in and grew up in church. And, um, and Olivia came to faith, came to the knowledge of Jesus here in Abilene. Um, But they've 
always, we've always, it's just been the center of our home Mm -hmm. and just a part of our our conversations and he's always included. Um, But it wasn't until we moved here when, again, I was growing, they were growing. It's kind of, we're all on this journey together. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been really sweet that we've, we can experience it together and then share with one another, you know, what, how Holy Spirit is speaking to us and what he is doing, trying to navigate. Um, So anyway, it just is, it's almost like we're doing prophetic one-on-one together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's so weak because they both already have that understanding of salvation and who Jesus is. Yeah. And now it's that we get to walk with him. Yes. On this side of heaven together. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most beautiful things about the prophetic, as I've been learning, is that it's really not for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, all of the gifts that God gives us are for Mm -hmm. him and for, you know, the expansion of his kingdom. Um, But the prophetic in general, I think, is just such a tangible way to to bless and encourage Mm. and to bring others to him. Yes. Um, You know, one of... So... My journey with the prophetic is, you know, I just kind of started practicing. And then throughout the years, I've had people say, oh, are you like really prophetic? And I'm like, I mean, just the average. And they're like, no, you're not, you know. And (laughs) I'm like, oh, really? You know, because you just don't think about it. You're just kind of operating in it. And so that's something I'm still like really learning. I mean, I'm learning and growing just like everybody. We'd never stop. No. Mm -hmm. Um, That's right. But so as I've practiced, I'm like, okay, Lord, if this really is a mantle that you have for me, then I have to practice. And so just practically for me, what that looks like is, you know, anytime I'm out, Mm -hmm. I just like have my ears open, Yeah. you know, have my mind open. um, And it doesn't have to look any random way, Mm -hmm. you know, or any particular way. But, you know, we know that the prophetic prophecy is meant to edify and to encourage. And there, you know, there are rules, quote unquote rules about what we shouldn't prophesy about. Just like, you know, if someone is struggling with infertility, you don't say on this day, you will have a child. Even if you Mm -hmm. really strongly feel like that's inside of you, don't, don't do it. Husbands, spouses, children, what's, there's like a phrase. There's a phrase. Isn't it marriage, moving? Yeah. Like there's a little. Yeah. There's like a particular yeah. like date, spouse, burial, like, like yeah. marriage, something. I just heard it. Yeah. But there yeah, are things I was like, that oh, like, that's a good one. Yeah. You just don't really go there yeah. uh-uh. with people. Um, you know, so, you know, don't don't go on that big of a limb. But if I'm out and like I'm in the grocery yeah. store or whatever and, you know, God t- tells me like that person carries my joy, yeah. you know, I just go up to that person and I say, hi, I'm so sorry if this is weird. I don't know if you believe in Jesus, but I do. And I believe that he speaks to us and he told me that you carry his joy. So I just want to bless you with that today, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes people look at you and they're like, okay, you know, and they're like, get, get away from me. And other times people are like, I really needed that. Thank you so much. I've been really sad about this today. Yeah. So it's so nice to know that God is with me and that I carry his joy and that, you know, like that, that happens sometimes and you just never know what that person needs. And so mm. that's what I love about the prophetic because it's like, as you're practicing hearing the Lord and strengthening mm. your intimacy with him, 
you're also blessing someone else, which is like the whole point of hearing God, I Mm. think. And so um, just a little practical tidbit Mm -hmm. for you listeners, if you're thinking, why is this important? Why, why is, you know, how do I do it? What does that look like? So that's kind of like an example I have. Do either Mm -hmm. of you have something like that, like a tangible example or um, practical? This is how Mm. you do or things that you've learned that have been helpful? I think just being open for me personally every day, waking up and saying, okay, Lord, what do you have for me today? And sometimes I may wake up feeling really heavy and sad. But still, no matter what that is, or or irritated, or I mean, name the list of emotions. Sure. It's not always waking up joy-filled, but it's taking whatever, however you do wake up and taking that and saying, okay, Lord, what do you have for me? Because you know he has, he woke you up. Mm-hmm. He woke me up. He has something for me today to do. And, um, and I may not have an exciting, it may be homeschooling my kids and going to the grocery store, going to Target. And when I walk into Target with that thought in mind of, Lord, what do you have for me? By the time I leave, generally, when I ask him that question, it's almost been a ministry session, mm-hmm. you know, with whoever. And he's so good to highlight exactly who or what. And it, but it is just truly, I mean, it's it's an exercise yes. of walking, of trying to be um, diligent in, in pursuing him mm-hmm. and trying to hear him no matter what's going on around you. And if I wake up sad or heavy and I walk in that gift of pursuing him, almost all of the time, 99.9%, if not a hundred percent of the time, that heaviness is not because it's me. It's because he's trying to allow me to feel something that somebody else is struggling with. Mm -hmm. And he's allowing me that insight, that kingdom insight from his daddy heart. And so I get the joy of being able to speak into whatever that is. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just that daily exercise. Yes. I love that you said that because that is Mm -hmm. a lot of times a a way we can hear too is just with how we're feeling. Yes. The weight of what we're feeling. And I mean, with any, anything really, when it comes to the Lord, like when you're praying for healing or praying Mm -hmm. for deliverance for someone, we always ask God, would you give me your heart for this person? Because everything needs to be done out of love. Yes. And so that's the same with hearing God for you know, on someone else's behalf or, um, for someone else is okay. God, give me Mm -hmm. your eyes for this person. You know, what are you feeling? And a lot of times, like when I'm praying for somebody or, um, you know, get a picture for someone, I am moved to tears because I just feel God's Mm -hmm. love for that person. And it's overwhelming, truly like just how he sees them. And, and then, you know, he almost allows me to also feel their pain a little Mm bit and just kind of his heart for, for taking that away from them, you know, to heal them from the pain. Mm -hmm. And so that, yeah, feeling is huge Mm -hmm. when it comes to hearing God and you know, what your heart is feeling and all of Mm -hmm. that, because when we're in tune with Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in tune, which means things are the same. We're flowing, we're going, you know? So I love that you Mm -hmm. mentioned that. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking too, um, 
hearing God just really flows out of relationship with Him. Yeah. yeah. Too many times we try to work at it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, but it's just spending time with mm-hmm. Him, you know, reading His Word, just worshiping Him, just praying, mm-hmm. just having an ongoing communication with Him, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, like with your, when you're with a friend, you know, and you just meet them. It's a little awkward at first, but then as you get to know each other, you know, you know each other better and you know each other's likes and dislikes. And uh, it's just, you know, developing a relationship with God, you know, spending time with him and out of that relationship will flow hearing, hearing him. Yes. You know, because Mm -hmm. you have become uh, more intimate with his ways and the way he speaks to Mm -hmm. you and. And so it can flow more naturally instead of trying, oh, I got to hear, I got to hear, you know, and there's been times where I'm like, I got to hear, I got to hear, you know, and it never (laughs) happens right then, you know. And so I just continue just to spend time with him. And when the time is right and when I need to hear, he lets me hear. Yeah. You know, so it really flows out of just the being in a relationship Mm -hmm. with him. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I... Yeah, I, f- I like what you said. Sometimes you're like, I have to hear, I have to hear. Yeah. And when you're in ministry, which, you know, both of you know this, mm-hmm. you know, it, whenever you're praying for someone or you're in that kind of active, like, it's Sunday morning, someone needs prayer, they came up to me for prayer, there's that kind of like, oh, God, please show yeah. up, you know? Um, and I, that's kind of where I operated for the the majority of the my journey when it came to hearing God and the prophetic is this like I need you to speak now but then when I became a mother and I you know that's not really my hearing God journey now it's you know okay God my baby's crying and what's going on you know my it's it's changed so much for me and Mm -hmm. the the intimacy with the Lord is so different and it's so much sweeter on this side. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so excited to talk about hearing God and particularly in with mothering because, you know, I am 1000% convinced that, mm-hmm. you know, a mother intuition, motherly intuition mm-hmm. is discernment from the Lord and hearing Holy Spirit like that. That's mm-hmm. what that is. Yeah. I, you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, just how we know things and all of that knowing yeah. is a prophetic gift because, you know, you can know, so you can be a, a prophetic in feeling and knowing, mm-hmm. uh, discernment and pictures, mm-hmm. right? It's those four things. Am I missing something? But there's a lot of different. Ways. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of prophet, but yeah, there's like different prophetic languages. I'm trying to remember the person who taught me dreams taught about it. Yes. Dreams. Yeah, so uh-huh. there's different different mm-hmm. prophetic languages, um, but yeah, w- I'm so excited to talk about it with mothering because I mm. don't know how I get through my day without asking God what yeah. to do, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember when Ava was really little, we were in this room actually, in the middle of the night, and she was just crying, and she doesn't, she's not really a big crier, mm-hmm. and I was so tired and had tried everything I knew to try. I mean, I think we were, this was like month one or two. This was early on. <laughs> and I just sat in the chair with her and I said, okay, God, what is wrong with Ava? Yeah. You know, and I just sat there and I just put my hands on her and I just felt him say, it's her belly. You know, her belly hurts. And so I was like, okay, what do I do? You know, because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And he said, just rub her belly, you know, and just pray. 
And so that's what I did. I just sat there rocking her and I just prayed and I just spoke life over her body, peace over her body. And I just Mm -hmm. rubbed and rubbed and she fell asleep, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and then she was good. And I just remember like, oh, that was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Like that was really cool. And, and since then, that's kind of been my process with Ava, you know, Mm. it's like, okay, God, you know, do I give her medicine right now or do I not? You know, and if he says no, I don't. Mm-hmm. And if he says yes, I do. And it's just this like trusting that I'm hearing his voice mm-hmm. and, and just obeying has been really sweet practice. Yeah. But so in mothering in general, I feel like is the best way mm-hmm. to practice hearing God and communing with him. Like truly, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I make it through my day without yeah. that and constantly asking him questions. Yeah. And I was not that way before. Mm, yes. <laughs> 100% not that way yeah. before having a kid. And so it, would that kind of be the same for you guys? Mm-hmm. Tell me about how God has met you in mothering. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> you know, the, our kids would have issues. There was one of our sons was like, he was little, but we'd always say, I love you. I love you. And he would never respond with, I love you. I love you. Mm. And so all we need, knew to do was continue to say, we love you. And we just prayed. Yeah. Mm. You know, we, um, I mean, this isn't anything prophetic. We just prayed and we can just continue to pray over that for him. And then I'll never remember, never forget. Never remember. <laughs> uh, one day we were driving in the car, and he was in the back seat, and he said, "Mom, I love you." Oh. I, I, I was like, "Oh my oh, gosh!" Yeah. You know, I had tears, mm. but you know, God brought the breakthrough. Mm. Yeah, and uh, there was something blocking that in mm. him. Yeah, we didn't know what it was, mm. and um, anyway, as we just continued to push in and pray for that, mm-hmm. you know it broke through and yeah he was able to be free to say mm-hmm. that yeah so, you know just like you talking about you know with the ava and her belly hurting yeah. and you didn't know mm-hmm. and he just he just showed you you know yes mm-hmm. so so many situations yeah through their growing up you know mm-hmm. yeah God was just been faithful because he, he's the perfect parent i mean yeah. we're not yes. he is he has the answers yes mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that. We um, recently, I had been praying for something very specifically over our oldest and and the Lord was very faithful in revealing. And um, there were things that I should not have known, but the Lord was so good in the way he just uncovered and he removed layers to the situation. And just to see the breakthrough. I love that because it's almost like, you know, for my husband and I, we kind of, you know, I don't really, I don't respond to some, a yes or a no, unless I talk to Brad first Yeah. and regarding anything with the kids, even if it's simple, but because of his job, sometimes I can't get to him. Yeah. <laughs> and so it is almost maddening because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And so, Within since we've been here, I'll just stop and say, okay, mom needs to just pray. And maybe he's out of the country or he's not available. Um, I need to ask Jesus. I need to ask Holy Spirit what to do. Mm-hmm. And the kids know. They're like, okay. You know, so mom prays right then, you know. And sometimes it's a no. 
sometimes it's a yes. And even if it's a no and they're disappointed, they still, it's pretty amazing because they respect that. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay. And um, during this um, time of exposure that he, the Lord did, and I don't want to say it was just my oldest, it was our whole family, um, just the Lord uncovering things. Both kids saw Holy Spirit at work hmm. answering mom's prayer. And I was able to share with someone at camp, at youth camp this summer, that, you know, the Lord has a special place in his heart for moms. Mm-hmm. But his heart is even bigger for moms who seek him. Mm-hmm. And when a mama seeks him mm-hmm. on behalf of her children and her family, there's no limit right. to what he will do and how we will know how, what knowledge we will have, what, what things work out. And we saw that firsthand this summer and mm-hmm. it just, it's humbling. And I don't know how, I mean, I did of course prayed for my children, you know, um, and the Lord was always so kind and faithful to meet me with what I knew with where I was at. But there is, I mean, you're right. There is such a, um, freedom in, okay, I'm trusting you, Jesus. I'm trusting you, Holy Spirit, to guide me. Yep. And Lord, if you say it's okay that my 16-year-old goes fishing at five in the morning and he drives an hour, if I have a piece about that, if you've said that, then I'm trusting because I've asked you. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to fear. I mean, because I know, or maybe it's their schooling or maybe it's, I mean, fill in the blank. Mm Mm-hmm. If Holy Spirit has allowed it or not allowed it, then I have to rest in that. And there's such a freedom yeah. in parenting when it comes to that. Yes. And um, hopefully, right, a husband and wife operate like that together. Mm-hmm. But even if, say, you're a single parent or if you're a parent who doesn't have a spouse who's a believer or who is operating that way, I can't imagine what a better gift. Yeah to be in the center of Holy Spirit <laughs> because you know, no matter what, no matter who, you know who is for you mm-hmm. and who is for your family. So yeah. I think that would be a huge comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing is I look back on my kids when they were little, and I know so much more mm. <laughs> than I did then. Mm. And even in the spirit and, mm-hmm. you know, with God and all that kind of stuff as well. And I was like, I'd talk to my ro- uh, husband and I'd say, Ronnie, I wish I'd have known this mm-hmm. back then. And I beat myself up a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. I, I could have done that so much different, so much better. And he says, well, were you faithful in doing what you knew to do at the time? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's, oh, that's all I good. knew at the time. Yeah. And and so God just, he doesn't hold you, <laughs> you know, you didn't know, I didn't know. No. Yeah. And so I was faithful to do what I knew to do mm-hmm. at the time. And, and that's what counts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even Mary, I love that because I was talking to a friend this morning and I just, there's a question, right. That I have going on and, and I'm like, Lord, I don't know which way to do it. Do I push or do I let go? And he has not been clear with that yet. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful thing is, and I just said this, is that he makes up where I lack. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, thank you, Jesus, for making up where I lack when mm-hmm. I don't know the way and I haven't heard a yes or a no, go right or go left. I can just stay here and you know what? It's okay. And what I, if I might not have done last night in my conversation with my children, I might not have gone the way of the Lord. It's okay because he is bigger than that, than mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And brings so much peace. Yes. I know as a, so I don't have a teenager, but mm-hmm. I have a baby. <laughs> and mm-hmm. when you're a new mom, you guys, I'm sure remember yeah. that everyone has opinions about things and mm-hmm. there's so much that's thrown your way mm-hmm. and you're figuring everything out on your own. And I cried a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> yes. Turns out most of us cry yeah. a lot. <laughs> that's what I'm finding out. But I think what has given me the most freedom mm-hmm. is knowing that before I need to listen to anybody else's opinion, mm-hmm. I can hear the Lord on behalf mm-hmm. of my baby. And just even when it comes to like, oh, this is what my friends are doing, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing that. God, is that okay? You know, mm-hmm. like, and, and he's always faithful to answer. And, but I mean, just this tool of like hearing God and opening yourself up to hear the Lord. I mean, like you said, he covers what we didn't know, but the sooner the better that we can grasp this and yeah. take charge with it is just so important because yes. it just mm-hmm. makes you a better mom because you're like more at peace, you know, and yeah. there isn't this constant stress or anxiety of like, oh no, I'm going to mess everything up. I'm going to nothing, you know, <laughs> and you know, Mary, like you may have felt, I didn't know this or I didn't know that, but your boys are perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm I'm married to one of them, (laughs) you know? And so it is like, you know, there's just, the Lord is so good and he's just so faithful, you know, when we're faithful with what he's been given. Mm -hmm. Mary, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit um, because I've seen you um, teach my nieces and nephews, your grandkids, Mm -hmm. um, how to hear the Lord Mm -hmm. and, um, particularly soaking. Uh-huh. You were walk, practicing through or walking through with them. How do we hear the Lord? How do we just soak in his presence? Mm-hmm. And I love how you, how you've taught them that. Mm-hmm. And do you mind sharing Mm-mm. that right now? No, I, I haven't done it a lot lately, but yeah. when they were a little bit younger, we would just go in my bedroom and shut the door and I'd have them just get comfy, get a pillow and a little blanket. I said, we're just going to sit, lay here in God's presence. I'm going to play yeah. some quiet music and and we're just going to listen to what God may you know, say to us, say to our spirits while we're mm-hmm. here because we can connect to him with our with our spirits and you know, they, and they were expecting like God was going to just like talk, yeah. you know, and I said, no, no, he said, I mean, he can if he wants to, but you know, it'll be like a picture you get or a thought or a feeling. You just may mm-hmm. feel happy. You may feel good. You just may yeah. feel like he's there with you. Um, you know, that's what we're going to do. So I would just put on some quiet music and we would just lay there and then, uh, you know, okay, what is God saying? You know, and one of them would just share something they saw Mm -hmm. or or the way they felt, you know. And I say, see, that's God talking to you. Mm -hmm. You can always, you know, enter into that place with him. Yes. Enter into that with him. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah. I love, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember, but how you explained the importance of soaking to them. 
Oh, with remember? a sponge? Well, no? uh, well, maybe, but this, the pickle juice. Do you remember oh. the pickle and the pickle juice? Yes, you marinate. Yes. Yeah, mm. whatever you marinate yourself in yeah. is what you're going to taste like. Yes. Yeah, because I had a bunch of different pickles, uh-huh. mm. and they tasted the dill pickle, and they tasted the kind of spicy pickle, the different pickles. I said, now, this all started out as a little cucumber here, but when you, whatever you put it in and whatever it sits in, it's going to take mm. in that flavor. Mm-hmm. And so when we sit and we just sit in his presence, we just are soaking in who mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. And so we soak up his his love, his goodness, his kindness, his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And that's what people are going to taste Yes, when we get out in the world. But, yes. you know, if you're just marinating in, in unkindness and, mm-hmm. and I don't know, give me an example. Anger. Anger, yeah. bitterness. Uh, that's what you're going to begin to taste like, and that's mm-hmm. what the world is going to taste. And so, yeah, I forgot about that. I know, and it's good. Mm. That one was for free, y'all. That's so good. Well, I was thinking maybe we could move to some listener questions unless there was something else you guys wanted to add, but they're such good questions. Um, So the first one is, how do I know if I or my child is prophetic? Mm. I think Audra had a good example of that when you talked about how you had dreams when oh, you were yes uh-huh yes mm-hmm. yeah I think I mean just seeing the um just the fruits you know mm-hmm. and I guess you know the thing is too I mean right if we're all I mean I guess it depends on your definition of prophetic but if you know Jesus Christ is your savior and Holy Spirit is in you we all are prophetic yep and so exactly. yeah it just depends on at what point and how, how, Mm -hmm. you know, my husband, he knows, yeah, like he knows with something in his belly Mm -hmm. and he always says, I'm not prophetic. And I'll say, yes, you are. He's an hour. (laughs) You are. It just comes out Mm -hmm. very differently. Mm -hmm. All four of us are very different. So, I mean, I think operating with the knowledge of you are prophetic Mm -hmm. and your child is prophetic. Yes. And so encouraging it in that way. And then asking the Lord, because when you ask him, he's going to reveal. He's going to reveal the different ways. Yes. Yeah. So good. Mm. Anything to add, Mary? No. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are prophetic. Yeah. Run with it. You are prophetic. Your kid (laughs) is too. That is a fearfully and wonderfully made image bearer. Yep. And who gets all of those sweet gifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. Okay, so the next question is pretty good. Well, they're all good. <laughs> but they ask, how do I teach my child to hear the Lord when they haven't given their lives to Jesus mm-hmm. yet? What does this look like? It's good. I like that question. It's a good one. Because um, people are made to hear God. Mm-hmm. It's in you. It's in your design. Okay. It's in your makeup. It's who you were created to be. So people can hear God before coming to Jesus before becoming a Christian, yeah. before giving your life to Him, because basically you can't even come to God without hearing His voice, hearing Him call you. Yeah. I mean, it's like that verse in John six forty four. It says, No one can come to me 
unless the Father who sent me draws them. Mm. So you're hearing the Father's voice drawing you to him even before you're a believer. And I I have a story of this little boy when um, we were in California in our church there, and I was doing children's church. And uh, the young lady that was attending our church brought her nephew and it was his first time at our church, mm-hmm. and he didn't ever go to church. And his parents, I, you know, they didn't teach him about God or anything. So he came to children's church. He was a little nervous, but he, his aunt left him. Mm-hmm. And the minute she left, he ran to the back door and ran out of the classroom. So I left the other teacher with the kids. And actually, that other teacher just grabbed all the kids and circled around and started praying for him. Mm-hmm. I went Aww. outside. And I just talked with him a little bit. And then I said, you know, we really only have two options here. You can come back in and stay with us, which is fine. Or you can go sit with your aunt in church and I'll take you in there with her. And that's fine, whatever you want. And he says, okay, I'll come in with you all. I said, all right. So we start going back in and he says, I'm just really shy. I said, that's okay. I'm, I'm shy too. And so we get in there and he didn't want to join all the kids. So I said, okay, you can sit at the table over here, and I'll give you some paper and draw if you'll just listen to the story as they talk over there and just be quiet. He says, okay, but I, I like to draw scary stuff. Hmm. I said, okay, mm-hmm. whatever, draw whatever. <laughs> and so he draws this robot. And so he's telling me about the robot, and he says, and the robot's giving you the finger. And I said, oh, oh okay. He says, my aunt says that's not good. And I said, well, I agree. It's not a good thing. I said, but let's try something. I said, let's ask God what he might want want you to draw. He said, well, how do I do that? Uh I said, well, you just bow your head and I'm going to pray. And we'll just ask God. He may give you a picture to draw. He may give you a thought. He may give you an idea. We'll just listen. And so I prayed. And all of a sudden, he opens his eyes and he just starts drawing. And he starts drawing a picture of uh, somebody bringing flowers to a sick person. Mm. I was like, well, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. You know? And so this time, now the kids in the other group had paired up and they were do- being prayer partners mm-hmm. with each other. So I said, do you want to join the group now? He said, yeah. So I was his prayer partner. And so we were supposed to share and then pray for each other. So I did not assume he would want to pray. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I shared a little bit about, you know, I prayed for him and I just prayed for God to give him more pictures, nice pictures to draw. And then I kind of shared a little bit cause my son, uh, Jeremy was in Iraq at the time. And so I mm-hmm. wanted prayer for his safety, his protection. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just skipped over the little boy. I didn't think he'd want to pray. And then something inside of me went, ask him if he wants to pray. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you want to pray? Yes. And I mean, that kid prayed for my son, Jeremy. Wow. And I mean, to see (laughs) how God moved in that little boy who was not a believer, was not a churchgoer, didn't have parents that taught him about Mm -hmm. church, come in, be afraid, Mm -hmm. run out, (laughs) come in, draw a bad picture, then hear God, draw a good picture, and then pray. Yeah. I was like, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, that is so good. (laughs) Mm. That is so good. Yeah. So we are designed to hear, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. But it can really heighten up once you give your life to Christ. Yes. <laughs> yes. It can go a lot further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. The people who are like... Um, um, psychics. Psychics. That's, yeah, I was yeah. just about to say that. They yeah. they hear, but mm-hmm. they're hearing the wrong channel. Yes. You know? Yeah. If they could get their life with Christ, yes. wow. Mm-hmm. They're really gifted in that area yeah. to be yeah. able to hear. They just don't know yeah. how to channel that in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things that Rodney says, too, mm-hmm. is, you know, he says... You wouldn't give a two-year-old scissors to run with, but yeah. God does. You know, He yeah. He gives us gifts, even because yeah. He's a good father, so He gives good gifts. Yeah, even when we are maybe aren't prepared for it or whatever. Mm. And so there are people that have been created with gifts, and it's just naturally in them. So you have, yeah. so you know, those like witch doctor healers, or yeah. you know, I mean, there are even people. Like there's a podcast I was listening to. They're like, we're going to have a healer on next week. And I was like, oh, no, guys. You know, and it's yeah. like, but there are healers. There are, you know, mediums, like psychics, whatever. They do have a gift. It mm-hmm. is real. Yes. Like it's not a lie and it's not a joke. No. But it is to be taken seriously because it's not coming from the Lord. Absolutely. And so j- the gift is the gift. It's given, but it could be used for evil instead yeah. of good. And so... Anyway, it's true. Like we, when you are designed, you are designed and, you know, you get to decide what you're going to do with that yeah. gift. And so, so teach your kid young to, yes. to listen to the Lord and, you know, pray over them that they will always walk in what he has for mm-hmm. them. So yeah, start them young. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything to add to that question? No, that's exactly. Yeah. So, mm. so good. Okay. So we'll move on to the next question. Okay, how can you teach this, um, so I guess hearing God, the prophetic, in a way that doesn't make your kid feel obligated to have faith in Jesus, but truly desire it? Hmm. I think, right, there are so many pressures right now on just people today. Um, I mean, you, social media, everything. I mean, there's just so many pressures everywhere. Um, and you don't want your child to feel obligated, but I think it is, um, desiring. I think, (laughs) well, I mean, I think mom and dad, we have to look at ourselves like, is our relationship with Jesus an obligation or is it a joy and a privilege and an honor? So I think it's how you present it to them and that, and, and, them desiring and knowing that they are desired mm-hmm. by the creator. And so and there's no greater gift than a relationship with Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. I think first we have to look at ourselves and our relationship with our father and our, our savior and um, how we are, how we are presenting it to them. And then hopefully right that they desire the same yeah. joy, the same peace and, yeah. Because they were fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you teach your kids these things, you're awakening something yeah. that's in them. Mm-hmm. And it's all about relationship mm-hmm. again. It's not like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. It's just having a relationship with God. And part of a relationship is you talk with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you just make it natural, like a flow. It's just a part mm-hmm. of being in, in a relationship with God, you know. And it's like, when you start teaching these things, it starts awakening 
stuff that is in them already. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that verse, um, Psalm 34, 8 says, taste and see that the Lord mm-hmm. is good. You give them mm-hmm. a little taste of mm-hmm. something yeah. and it's good. And they're like, oh, I want to do that again. Yeah. Just like when we were talking about my grandkids uh, soaking, I've had mm-hmm. Weston, it's been a while, but he would come to my house and I wasn't even planning to do that. He says, Mima, can we soak? I'm like, sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need to do that again. That's a good reminder to me because mm. we're never too old just to lay there and listen yeah. to his presence. Yeah. That's good. Oh yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. I would, I would say the same, you know, mm. and I know that I'm like so new in this parent journey, but as I've started thinking through the future and raising Ava and, you know, we have been told that Ava is going to be a prophet. Mm. And so it's like, okay, how do I help her shepherd this gift Mm. and help her love Jesus, you know? And so there's all sorts of things that I do, but also I've been thinking back at my own childhood and just processing through like, why did I not like when my parents sat us down for Bible study? Mm -hmm. Like, why did I not like when this was happening or this was happening and just asking the Lord that, you know, and I've shared a little bit about this on the podcast, but, you know, I was raised a pastor's kid and church was like my life, but it was an unhealthy situation at home and not a good situation at home. And what was being preached at the pulpit was not what was being lived inside the house. So Mm -hmm. there was this kind of like, you know, yeah, what do I necessarily, why do I want to sit and worship with you guys when you were just being like awful over here, you know, Mm -hmm. but they were my parents. So I'd never thought of it that way. You know, I just was like, no, I don't want to, because you just don't think of your parents being bad, you know, when you're little and there's been so much healing and great things, you know, since then. So it's not the, the reality of my situation now, but what you said is so true, Audra, like, is it an obligation for you as a parent? Mm -hmm. Or is it something that is flowing out of relationship? Because if they're seeing you enjoy something, enjoy the Lord, Mm -hmm. they're going to enjoy the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to feel like an obligation to them. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, if we invite the kids into it, you know. That was exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Inviting them into the decision making. Yes. Are we going to move? Does Jesus want us to move? Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's pray about this. I had someone say that on the podcast. Absolutely. The kids were a part of the decision. Yes. That's exactly right. Does Jesus want us to homeschool? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's pray into this. Yes. Let's Mm -hmm. see. And they get to see every step Mm -hmm. along the way. And then right when they're in it to say, wow, he brought, look how far he brought yeah. us. There's yeah. no junior Holy Spirit. No, so as right. soon mm-hmm. as, yeah, I think if you entrust your kids to hear the Lord yeah. and like don't diminish mm-hmm. what they're hearing yeah. too, mm-hmm. I think has a huge impact huge. on them because it speaks to their identity mm-hmm. and it confirms it yeah. and it encourages it and it just yeah. encourages them to keep going, you know? Yes. So I think all of that has an effect on like whether or not mm-hmm. they are enjoying their walk with the Lord or not. Because I think too, like how hypocritical if we're like, okay, go hear from the Lord. And then they come back and they're like, oh, God said this. And you're like, okay, great. Well, I'm going to do this. Like that shows them that it's not important what they just did, you know? So taking the time to listen and to value what their encounters with Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit are looking like, I think brings value to the relationship and all of that. So yes, yeah, that's, that was... 
a really good question. Yeah. I really, really appreciate that question. Um, this one I think is, is so sweet for someone to ask because it's a really vulnerable question. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but they've asked, um, I've been spiritually dry in this area for years. How do you keep pressing in when you are burnt out and exhausted? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I've kind of been there yeah. mm-hmm. too. You know, I think we all have at times, mm-hmm. I have times where I don't hear as clear as I do other times. And um, some of the times it's I'm going through something or something stressful mm-hmm. or my mind is focused on other things mm-hmm. and I have to just turn back to my relationship with God, you know, mm-hmm. and just uh, continue to pursue that. And, um, and you know, it's not so much got to hear, got to hear, mm-hmm. got to hear, but just spending time with him reconnecting with him. Maybe I've been upset about something. Maybe I've even been mad at God. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But just pushing myself to spend that time with him, um, open myself up to him, tell him exactly how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, Uh, just delve into that relationship. And and then stuff, again, will start to flow out Mm -hmm. of that relationship. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think, I mean, everything Mary said and, and then just, you know, remembering that he's faithful, like he's, even if he's quiet, he's still there and working and just believing for that next, whatever it is, that next moment that he's going to reveal himself to you, you're just, he's going to, and just Mm -hmm. expecting it, expecting it. And long story short was at a friend's house who's who is another prophetic artist. And I was dropping off my daughter. They were having a a party at her house. And um, she said, I want you to see my studio. And so I walked into her room and I was very heavy that day, just everything going on in the world and, and with my youth girls and just asking, saying, Lord, I don't hear you. And there's all this just awful stuff going on. I'm a feeler, so I can get very heavy. Mm -hmm. And, and I walked into the room and, and I had been praying very, very specifically, Lord, I want to go deeper with you, but I don't, I don't know how right now, because there's so much going on and I don't know which way to turn. Mm-hmm. And it almost just feels like your brain and heart are colliding and mm-hmm. it's just one big mm-hmm. ball of thoughts and mm-hmm. feelings. And so I said, oh, sure. And I really didn't have time because I only had two hours while this party was going on. And I had a list of things to do. And I walked into her art studio. And I looked up and she has her paintings on the wall that the Lord had given her. And she had drawn and and painted. And I looked up at this one and I said, oh, that one's beautiful. And she said, yeah, I did that such and such time. I'm standing by the wall. This painting, literally, it's on canvas, and it's probably an 8 by 10. So it's not huge, and it's thin. Literally jumps off of the wall and lands on my head. And I look at her, and she looks at me, and she said, that's never happened before. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And I started laughing. I was like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't do anything, but it it happened. It landed on my head. I'm sorry. And so she puts it up and we walk around the room looking at everything and we come back because it's by the door and I'm about ready to exit. I have my keys in my hands. And that painting 
Pops literally jumps off the wall again and hits me on the head. I am not kidding. (laughs) That is crazy. And I start laughing and I said, I think I need to repent for something. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, no, actually, that's for you. The Lord just said, give her the painting. (laughs) I already hit her on the head twice. So I said, what? I know I don't need your painting. And she said, no, he told me that's yours. (laughs) And so I get it and I turn it over and on the back of it, the title is Go Deeper. Oh my goodness. So I said, that's amazing. I'm going to need a minute. (laughs) And I went out to my car. I didn't get one thing done. I sat there and I wept because I opened up the letter that the Lord had given. With the painting. Yes, with the painting that he had had her. And so it is, right? We're in these dry seasons because we're on... We're on earth side of heaven. Yeah. Like we're going to have dry seasons. Yes. So it's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. And so, right, when we just keep saying, Lord, you're faithful, you're faithful. Yes. And just trusting in his word, trusting in his promises, even if we don't feel like it, he's still there. He's mm-hmm. not left you. And then just wait and expect that time yeah. when he's going to reveal himself because it yeah. will be, mm-hmm. it will, it will crush you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it just, he's just so sweet and it'll be yeah. the exact moment you need it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so yeah. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. That was incredible. Oh man. Um, yeah, what I want to add to that is, you know, Jesus says in scripture that my sheep hear my voice. Yes. And you know, I've I've had friends that have believed the lie that they cannot hear God. Yeah. And and that is a lie. You know, and so it's it I think when we are in these dry seasons, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, have I come into agreement with a lie that yeah. That is not true, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's a lie that God's not speaking mm-hmm. or I'm too burned out to listen mm-hmm. or I'm too tired to listen or I just can't hear, you know, any of those things, they're lies. Yeah. It's not true. No. Nope. Because even just, I mean, there's lots of scriptures, but just as simply as my sheep hear my voice. Yes. Okay, God, I believe in you. I am your mm-hmm. sheep. Mm-hmm. and you speak to me, and mm-hmm. I can hear your voice. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? You know, and just getting before him. And even if it's not that day that you hear something, yep. just keep keep declaring yes. that over yourself. Like, yes. I am your sheep. I hear your voice. All of that mm. over and over again. We're sitting in Ava's room, and I have a declaration up on her wall. You know, it says, and part of her declaration says, I listen for God's voice, and he speaks to me. Yes. You know, that is something that Ava will say every day. Like, yeah. I can hear God's voice. He will speak. And and it's just so important to keep remembering mm-hmm. and reminding yourself. You're reminding your body physically. Absolutely. God is speaking. He can speak to me. Um, and, and he will. Yeah. You know, and I can just wait. And have peace for that. Mm-hmm. But also burnout seasons are hard. Yes, <laughs> yeah. they're real. They mm-hmm. are so real and they're so hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a whole another conversation in and of itself. But, you know, and I feel like I can say this because I have been in seasons of burnout. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. But a lot of times burnout seasons come from striving. Yeah. And yes. when we're doing things out of our own strength yeah. instead of resting in mm-hmm. the Lord. In relationship. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, 
to whoever asked that question, I'm sorry that you're in that season. Mm -hmm. I would take a look internally and ask, okay, God, what have I been trying to do out of my own strength? Why am I so tired? And, Mm -hmm. and I can say that to you because I've been there. (laughs) There was a verse I, I've been in times like that too, where I know I can hear and I'm Mm -hmm. not hearing what I want to hear or how I want to hear it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God, we I, I can get where I compare myself to the way other people hear. Mm. And I'm like, I don't hear like that, so I don't yes. hear. Mm. And you just got to learn how he's speaking to you, mm-hmm. the ways he speaks to you. But there was a verse, and I know it's probably taken out of context, but I declare it for myself. It's <laughs> yeah. Psalms 85, 8. It says, I will hear what the Lord, mm. I mm. will hear what the Lord will say. In mm. different versions, you know, I'll, now I'll listen carefully for your voice. Mm. But I would just declare that over myself. I will hear what the Lord has to say. Yes. And, um, you know, I was made to do this. Yeah, I will hear this. It will mm. happen. Mm-hmm. And even in the dry places. Yeah, well, I, and even uh, thinking back to what you first said, Mary, mm-hmm. you know, how you learned how to hear the Lord, how you looked for Him in nature, how you mm-hmm. looked for Him, yeah. you know, in pictures, or mm-hmm. there are just so many different ways and yeah. that you just... Even a, la- a song on the a radio. Song, yes. yes, all of you that. You know how you hear it, it's yeah. just what you needed yeah. Yes, at that moment. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. Try something new. Yeah. yeah. You know, if there's, if, if sitting... And reading your Bible hasn't yeah. worked for four years, you know, I'm sorry because the scripture is alive and breathing, yes, you know, right. and it will work. It doesn't mean that it doesn't, yeah. but maybe go outside, you know, mm-hmm. ask the Lord about what he thinks about the tree or, you yes. know, just anything yes. like, and just experience him in a new way. Ask him to reveal yes. himself in a new way yeah. um, and ask him to breathe life into maybe those places that have been dry, Yes, you know, and Yeah. You you will make it. You're gonna be mm-hmm. good. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Seasons are seasons. They go away. Mm-hmm. They they move on. All of that. Okay, so this is our last listener question. And they asked, "How can I incorporate hearing God in everyday life rather than big life situations?" Mm. I feel like we've talked about this a little bit, yeah. but you guys, you know, share more with me how this looks like for you. I think. Um, just doing it. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's yeah. any like magic solution or anything or, yeah. or formula. Mm-hmm. I think just truly inviting him in yes. from the moment before your feet hit the ground. We sing, um, this little song in, um, a Bible study for the children's program. I'm going to sing it for you. <laughs> it's super sweet. And my kids, but it's good morning, God, this is your day. I am your child, show me your way. And we start our class off every time. And it's just, good "Good morning, God. He loves, loves to hear his children speak to him. And I think if that's our mindset, our heart set of whatever you have for me today, show me your way, Mm -hmm. show me who you are. I mean, I think it keeps it in the forefront yeah. of your mind constantly Yeah, yeah. as you go about your day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if I'm just going to the store before I get yeah. in and I'm driving, you know, I just say, God, just use me. You know, let mm-hmm. me be your hands. Yeah. Let me be your feet. Let me be your mouth. Let me yeah. be your heart. Let me be your eyes, you know. 
Yeah. Maybe something big happens, but usually it's not anything. It could mm-hmm. just be a smile. You're smiling at the, mm-hmm. you know, person checking you yeah. out who's had a bad day, whatever, yeah. you know, just flow through me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's so good. I think, you know, especially if you're a new mom and I, I do believe that the person who sent this question is in is, um, it's a great time to practice, yeah. you know, hearing God, listening for his voice, because in the times where you feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. or you feel anything, you know, like I, the story I told earlier, it's, it's my every day, yeah. like, okay, God, what's going on with yeah. my baby and how do I do this? And even this is so silly, but I was, Ava's getting ready to start like a mother's day out at school mm-hmm. or at church. And I've been really nervous about it because, um, I have separation anxiety (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, feeding her has been kind of stressful because she's like weaning herself, but I'm too much of a wimp to do baby led weaning. So she's not like chewing her food yet, still purees, but she doesn't want you to feed her. She wants to feed herself, you know? And so it's like, how do I feed my baby? I don't know. And then I'm like, how am I going to feed her for school? Like what the teacher has 10 other kids that they're supposed to watch. No one's going to sit there and like try to feed Ava for an hour, you know? And I, I mean, just panic rushes in and I'm Mm. like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And so literally I sat there and I said, okay, God, what am I going to feed Ava for school? What should I put in her lunchbox? help me plan, you know, and I, and he didn't say it right then and there, but I just kept asking him like anytime that fear would rise up, like, is she going to be well taken care of? How is she going to eat? I would say, okay, God, what am I going to feed Ava? What are we going to put in her lunchbox? And so I kept asking him and then like, I don't know, two hours later, it just hit me. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to do this, you know? And like, I had a plan and I felt confident in the plan. And then, yes. And so then I actually had a meeting with her daycare people because I'm also that mom later that day. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so this is what I think I'm going to do. And they're like, that's perfect. That's what we recommend a lot of moms do. And I'm like, great. (laughs) You know, but it was just this like, and that was just this week, you know, but it was okay, God, how, how, how am I going to do this? And he told me, and then like immediately I got affirmations. That's like a good thing. So it was like just that. And that's a simple example. And, and could I have done that on my own? Sure. You know, but I didn't have to. And the weight of the decision was taken away from me because I invited God into it. Mm -hmm. And so that's like a simple, how to incorporate this in your everyday. If you're a mom that, example because that's just what I'm doing and it worked for me hopefully it'll work for you too yeah (laughs) but that's I mean just all of those little decisions they Mm. don't have to be the big ones but just even the small ones Mm. god what do I do and and even with this podcast you know god told me to start this podcast and it was in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. it was at 3 a.m one day and I sat and I just wrote everything out that he was telling me and had like who I was going to ask for what episodes, what the title of the episode was going to be. I mean, everything was just, he just like downloaded it to me. And, and it's been so cool to see like how he purposefully picked the people that he picked and what they needed to bring. And there are some people that like, I don't even really know why God said they're the ones, but then as we've recorded, it's been like, Oh, that's why, you know? And so with everything that's just been, as I've learned, been learning and growing, it's like, okay, God, 
tell me and I'll do it. And so as you listen to the podcast, know that you're listening because God has said to do it this way. (laughs) So if there's something you don't like, take it up with him. That's right. But anyway, is there any final thoughts or questions from you guys? No, I'm good. No. Well, thank you both so much for coming to the New Moms Club today and imparting the wisdom that you have. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that there's just something so rich uh, being with people that have like been through the trenches with the Lord and have walked, walked Mm -hmm. and walked and walked those pathways with him. And so thank you both for sharing what he's given you throughout the years. And I I know that it's going to bless so many. And um, there's, I just love learning from people that have been through seasons that I haven't, I think it's just huge. Mm -hmm. And so love that the generations are speaking to the next generations and Mm -hmm. you guys have been moms for Mm -hmm. a lot longer than most of our listeners. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much. And, um, new moms club, I hope that you feel blessed and encouraged. Um, if you have any questions about hearing God or the prophetic, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Um, I don't think I have an email set up or anything, so just do it on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Or find me another way if you have my phone number. But I would love to help answer those questions or reach Mm. out to Mary and Audra and get them a few questions for them and all of that. So Mm. um, always feel free to ask. Um, We're always here to help and uh, in the best way that we can. But if you like what you heard today, um, feel free to share this podcast with your friends. Um, Like, rate, whatever it is that you do on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and just do everything that you would generally do to support a podcast that you like hearing and Mm. like enjoy listening to. So thank you guys so much. And I guess I'll see you next week at the New Moms Club.